family-owned shop in Loganville, Sosby's Garage, for all your automotive repair needs. We service all makes and models, Ford and domestic. We repair engines, alternators, brakes, alignments, AC systems, and more, using certified technicians with over 90 years of combined experience. We also offer same-day service for some repairs. Sosby's Garage, 200 Bay Creek Road in Loganville. Dependable, honest, and fair. Look us up on Google or Facebook. We'll take good care of you. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services. We're excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. In addition to Paradigm Security Services, this show is also brought to you by Sosby's Garage, as you heard the little commercial in the beginning, and the Mana Scholarship Fund that presents uh, on Wednesdays opposite mine. You need to check out Jeannie Burnett. She's a, got a great show. On every show, we feature businesses and organizations in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we'll touch on that and other related aspects of security through the course of our shows. Our guest today, I think it's great to have on uh, somebody that's representative of the security industry, happens to be with Paradigm Security. And Mr. James Spurgeon, he's the Director of Operations with Paradigm Security. James, good to have you on. Thanks for having me, Rick. Well, we're going to take a little different tact on this, but before we get started, tell everybody about you, kind of a little bit about your background, who you are, where you came from, what you bring to Paradigm. Okay, will do. Good uh, Good morning or afternoon to everyone. As Rick stated, I am James Spurgeon. I am uh, the Director of Operations for Paradigm Security Services in Norcross, Georgia. Um, I'm a West Coast guy. I was born and raised in San Diego and uh, up until my late 30s and uh, my first job I went into law enforcement at that time and um, I worked in several states working my way up and ultimately becoming a police chief in, in several areas um, and you know went through the educational process and uh, got a degree in the same field a master's degree in criminal justice and went through all the advanced training and things that people are supposed to go to uh, that hold that position. Uh, during the course of that is when I first got interested in uh, what we're going to talk about today. Well, we're going to talk today, like I say, a little different tact. Instead of just talking about paradigm security and what we do in our operations, I'd like to, you had a presentation recently with regards to drugs in the workplace and drugs don't work uh, with the uh, HERMA with uh, Human Resources Organization through the Chamber. And I'd like to get into a little bit that. That was a, a fantastic presentation that you did, and I thought it would be good to bring that uh, to our listeners and a little bit of it. So let's just ask a, a few things. Um, for one, as far as how did the course originate? In other words, how did you come about providing this presentation to business-type audiences? 
Well, the uh, the course was for the Gwinnett County Chamber of Commerce Human Resources people, and uh, they extended an invitation, uh, and that was pretty kind of them, and it was fun to do. They even provided lunch, which was real nice. Um, during my 30-plus year law enforcement career, I got into uh, teaching. I did a lot of instructing uh, at the various places I worked and for different states, including the federal government. And uh, I naturally fell into the niche of, of narcotics enforcement. When I was a young man, I, I worked, well, not a, too young a man, but uh, as a young officer, I worked as a narcotics officer, and I, I had the long hair and did the leather jacket and the black Judas Priest T-shirts. Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen but your I pictures. I've seen the pictures. Um, but I did that a little bit. I worked uh, what's called the Narcotic Task Force and uh, Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs, and that kind of got me into uh, narcotics. And I, I continued with that as a, a DRE or a drug recognition expert, which was, uh, I was kind of one of the pioneers in that program. Um, one of the, I was one of only seven in Washington State at the time, and that got me really interested in it, and I started attending instructor schools and became a, a DEA instructor, Drug Enforcement Administrative Instructor, uh, in a small town in rural, which they called the STAR program, and I just ran from there and, and started really enjoying the combination of narcotics, which I was passionate about, and teaching, so that's kind of how after my law enforcement career went down and I went into private security, I started figuring out ways to apply it toward the business world. Well, I know that I've heard nothing but good re good reports and uh, good things about your presentation that you did. And, you know, what are the general topics that are covered in it? Well, since I'm dealing with a mostly civilian audience, I, I used to teach it to law enforcement, as I said, and, and private security and people in that kind of field. So I, I kind of had to tailor it toward people who may not be as familiar with uh, illegal substances and legal substances. So um, I kind of generalized a lot of topics and, and had to keep the class entertaining as well. Uh, but some of the things we talk about are the identification of illegal and legal substances by name and, and appearance and street names and what people who are not in the field may have heard of heard them called um, the objective and subjective symptoms of of people who are under the influence both short-term and long-term use people in human resources or in a business type environment are often dealing with the general public or potential employees or even employees and this can also be used even in your family you know if you see something weird going on i try to let the people in our class, the attendees, recognize some of the symptoms they, they may see. And then, of course, the, the how, how they take the drugs, the different methods of ingestion, and what kind of drug paraphernalia to keep their eyes open for. Well, how about giving some, some examples of, you know, how to ID illegal substances by name and appearance? I know that you have PowerPoint that you use, but can you do, can you do any of that verbally? Sure. Um, you know, a, a lot of people are very familiar with uh, something as easy as uh, cannabis or marijuana. You know, a lot of states are making it a little more easily accessible. Um, it's in the media a lot. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who use it for medicinal purposes or other purposes, and it's generally easily recognized. I put a couple slides up of that. Um, you know, I wish I could uh, light it and burn it so they could recognize the smell of it or even the smell of it unburnt. But uh, in our last class, we talked a little bit about narcotic analgesics, um, or most people, you know, those are painkillers, but a, a well-known illicit drug is heroin. And I talked a little bit to the class about the different types of heroin and gave an example of black tar heroin, how, you know, it smells like vinegar 
and it's a very tar, dirty, black substance, and if they encountered something like that, you know, they'd have an idea of what it was. Um, same thing with meth, you know, I kind of showed some pictures of uh, crystal meth or methamphetamine, different forms, powders, crystalline, and uh, I made them colorful. I'd, I looked for as many pictures as I could find that, that showed the various ways it can be presented, and I, I show those. So the attendees are very often surprised at what they see. They're looking and go, wow, I never knew it could be so pretty or look like that. And I try to let them know that uh, nowadays anything is possible when it comes to narcotics and drugs. Well, you know, fentanyl is one of the main main issues now in the in uh, the world out here that we deal with every day. Uh, there was a that recent officer picture or video where he came in contact with fentanyl. There's, you know, just debate on whether that was actual or staged or whatever. But fentanyl, in fact, is a very, very, very dangerous substance. Uh, did do you talk any about that in your presentation? Very little. Um, I just address it and, and show a picture of it in one of the categories it's under. Um, that, uh, coincidentally, was from San Diego County Sheriff's Office, which was the agency I started my career with, that mm-hmm. deputy that went down. I saw that. Um, during, the, during the course of my class that I give to the human resources or any other people, we talk about the seven different classifications of drugs. And um, those are, I can go through them, they are central nervous system depressants, such as alcohol, so a lot of people are used to that. Um, central nervous system stimulants, which is like Ritalin or cocaine or methamphetamine. There is cannabis, which I already spoke of. There is PCP or cyclo... Fencyclidine Cy- or something like that. Cyclohexopiperdine, correct. Yeah, there we I go. I can't remember it. <laughs> Those long Latin words. Um, that w- has its own category. I went through the DEA thing too, but that's been a long time ago. Yeah, since then, drugs have uh, changed quite a bit there, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just well, the PCP was what I was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, narcotic analgesics, which are the painkillers that we often get when we go to the dentist or we, we leave the emergency room, but there's also uh, different scheduled ones that are much more insidious, like heroin and stuff like that. Then we have hallucinogens, and, um, you know, the fentanyl is uh, classified under that. And then we have, um, you know, inhalants. So I kind of talk about each category. I show pictures of each category of the different kinds of drugs, what they can come in, and uh, what they do to the body. Um, Some of it's a little bit technical sometimes, but I try to make it so it's something. You dumb it down for them. For us. Those are your <laughs> words and not mine. Um, but, yes, I, I try to make it so it's something they can recognize and remember. Um, you know, sometimes I have some great pictures of, like, for instance, pupils. Uh, dilated pupils to a 9 millimeter is, is something that people are going to notice. Even if you're in a, a dark restaurant, you're eating an olive garden, someone has 9 millimeter pupils, it's going to jump out at you. Oh, so yeah. those are the kind of things we want to look for. Well, you know... <sighs> How, do, how does all this relate to civilian jobs and human resources and other business entities? Well, as I mentioned at, at the very beginning there, um, we all deal with people, um, and people are all different. You know, they're very diversified uh, here in, in, in businesses. We are constantly looking to hire people, and especially in today's day and age, we're interviewing people. Excuse me. <clears throat> wow. We're interviewing people for jobs. We're putting them in warehouse situations, office situations, driving cars, all kinds of things. And then we're dealing with our clients, you know, the general public who are coming into first service. But above all those things is the safety of our employees and the people um, in our businesses. So sometimes drugs have been known to alter people's behavior 
and um, alter their demeanor. And some of these drugs cause people to be violent. So I want to give uh, the people who work in our businesses every advantage when it comes to recognizing this before something happens. So if someone comes into a job looking for a job or for something and they, they start acting a little bizarre or something that's unnatural, you know, it could be a symptom of a sickness or some sort of other related disease or it could be drugs and I think it's a good idea to have people who work in these environments have the ability to recognize what may be an illegal drug or someone who's under the influence of something and maybe get help before something happens maybe an extra employee there to help them out maybe calling their security that's on site or maybe even calling 911 if the person's getting ready to go off so that's how I relate it to the civilian world and, and human resources in particular. I also uh, like to present the class to people who work behind a front desk in an environment such as a hotel or things like that. Well, just as an example, um, if you're working in a workplace and what kind of signs would you be need to be looking for? What would be some of the telltale signs that would at least give you a hint that maybe they weren't right, something was going on, and then how would how would that person handle it as far as approaching the HR uh, end of it? How you know how would they deal with it? What are some suggestions of how to deal with it? Well, <coughs> excuse me. As director of Paradigm, you know we have officers all over at different locations as as it is hotels and and residences and businesses and everything like that. And sometimes they encounter people where it's obvious. You know, you see the stereotypical person who's under the influence, like on television, and they're staggering around, and their speech is thick and slurred, and maybe they're a little bit belligerent. Those are pretty easily easy to identify. And, um, you know, our, our officers are trained to do that, so it's, it's part of their professional skill. Um, and, and most civilians, most people who are not working in security or law enforcement can also spot that a mile away. However, it's the ones that are a little bit more subtle that, um, you know, may be cause for closer observation. Some of the drugs, the PCP and stuff like that, people are quiet sometimes, and then they abruptly change their demeanor. Sometimes under the stimulants like meth, the same thing goes. I've even seen people under the influence of inhalants abruptly change their behavior, and they're not always easy to pick up on unless you're looking for something in particular. And as always in the, in the field of drug recognition or being under the influence, it's a combination of things that you're looking for, not just one. Some people have dilated pupils. Some people have high blood pressure. Some people have bruxism or, or grinding of the teeth. But you put all these things together, and it should give you a better idea of what the person may be the under the influence of. As I mentioned a few seconds ago, the, the eyes, as they say, are the windows to the soul. And if you get someone who has abnormally large pupils, there's something going on with that person. Uh, if they have abnormally small pupils, like one to two millimeters, that's very, very unique to the narcotic analgesics. They're probably under the influence of one. You can look at someone who is under the influence of that and maybe see if they have some track marks that may be... Uh, what we call recent or fresh, where they're leaking a little bit, either a little bit of blood or some dried um, liquid on them. And that could be a hazmat issue for the employees, you know, if they, they know there's somebody out there who may have used a needle or something. So these are something we need to be aware of. And it's not always easy to pick up, pick up on. But if you can see one or two of these symptoms, especially with the eyes, um, it's a starting point. Well, I can say from, a, from an HR stand, from a, from a company ownership part, it's very important to have uh, a policy, a procedure, 
set up within your HR departments, have a written plan of action, and uh, all the employees be aware that there's an avenue that if they have questions or they have suspicions or doubts, that they can follow a certain procedure of getting with your HR department and uh, in confidence go through a policy or a procedure that at least notifies that they think there may be a problem and then go through that. And if you don't have some type of policy set up and in place and written policy, then you're setting yourselves up for a lawsuit. So it's always important when you have dealings with employees, especially with touchy subjects such as drugs, alcohol, addictions of any kind, uh, to have work ba- well, workplace violence as well. You know, you have certain signs when you have uh, people that you s- suspect may be having some serious issues because of a change in attitude, change in behavior uh, over a period of time. You need to have that policy in place where your employees know what to do, who to go to, and that they'll be held in confidence. So it's very important to get that down. Uh, if you're a business owner out there, you need to have that policy written and in place. And uh, if there's something that you need help on or something like that, uh, you can contact Paradigm and we'll take a look at it and see what we can do to help you getting something in place. Is there any type of certification or anything that's earned for attending any of these classes or can they earn? Yes, we certainly uh, can provide a, a training certificate um, outlining the number of hours for the course presented. Um, when we did this uh, Chamber of Commerce thing, it was only a, a lunch presentation, and they do these monthly, so it's a really, really great program. But sometimes we present these classes because it is a very, very long course. I tried to condense, like, 180 hours of training into one hour, so we flow along pretty well. But depending on the number of hours, you know, sometimes we'll go much deeper. People who are in the law enforcement or security field, generally we expose them to longer courses. But, yes, we can provide a training certification showing, um, you know, basic topics that are covered and the number of hours that were attended. Um, in the past, I've even testified in court um, when I've be regarding my training when officers have used what they were taught to you know, do their jobs, both security officers and law enforcement officers, because I was considered an expert in that. So um, that's part of the deal. So if you were going to just kind of round it all out and um, as you presented it, what are the kind of the levels here of presentation that you would make as far as you do your introduction of what what's going to be talked about then you'd give your basics of what they're going to see, and as you go through, you lay out the different uh, areas of it more specifically, and then you wrap it up uh, how? Yeah, we'll, we'll start the presentation kind of talking, you know, the, ob- the objectives, learning objectives like, y- you know, most instructors do, of what we're looking to learn that day and how we're going to learn it. And, um, you know, then I'll try to throw in a video or two just to keep them awake and uh, keep them entertained but and then we'll talk about you know the, the categories of drugs you know what kind of crime is possession of some of these drugs then we talk about uh, the methods of um, ingestion such as smoking it or snorting it or sh- injecting it or eating it and we'll give examples of that and then we'll talk about the drugs themselves and identify them and then we'll talk about much of my classes are symptomology I think that's very important and we'll talk about you know the objective symptoms and the subjective symptoms of 
each person that they may encounter. And then we'll also talk about the um, drug paraphernalia. So they'll be able to recognize that. Sometimes in a work environment, you may have access to a break room or something and or lockers, and you may encounter something that just screams, hey, I'm contraband. Or, you know, you may think it's some sort of drug paraphernalia, or you may be at your home searching your son's backpack in school or something like that. But sometimes you encounter it, and uh, you don't know what it is, but you, you know there's something going on. I hope to make it so these people... Uh, our attendees can recognize it. I also give my business card, so if they have questions, they can give me a call. In fact, I've already had one call from last week, someone who was in HR, and she had a question about uh, a method of ingestion. So that was kind of neat. They were actually listening. Well, and I think people have a tendency to do that if the subject is interesting. And this is this is a very interesting subject. Um, and you you meant you touched on a topic there that's important, and that is the kids at home. Uh, it's very important for parents to be able to, you know, no parent wants to go in there and accuse their kids and get their kids all hyped up. And, of course, if they are doing drugs, they're really going to get objective to it and really going to get defensive about it. But the main thing is kind of having an idea for parents what to look at, what to be aware of, uh, what to be on the lookout for and as far as the use and everything but also in the paraphernalia end of it because kids nowadays and and people use addicts everything else have gotten extremely creative in the manner in which they have their paraphernalia and if unless you know what you're looking for you would not even know that it was uh, for drug use that's very correct i I remember when i was growing up my mother discovered a, a bamboo bong in, in in her house and i have no idea how i got there but uh, she, she was convinced that it was a wood shop uh project and uh you know she didn't know any better at that time and, and <laughs> well you skated on that one <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago yeah i know that was back when you were like what nine yeah, ten it wasn't even me of course not it was you have a brother don't you mm-hmm Yep, yep. I've heard you talk about your brother, so he just got labeled with that bomb. <laughs> but anyway, Paradigm, in addition to this, offers a lot of uh, training to, to workplaces and workforces for employers to utilize it. We really offer for no charge. It's just kind of a, our, our public service is to help these people out in, in doing this. Can you go over what a few of these uh, are and maybe touch on them just a little bit? Certainly. Um, well, Paradigm, um, under the watchful eye of Ed Acock over there, whose passion is, is training. Just we just made his day. We provide, well, I was told to say that. Oh, um, that I believe. <laughs> we provide a, a basic security officer academy, which is 24 hours of training for people who are wishing to get into the security officer field, and, and it provides a state certification. We also, uh, if you're an employee for us, we provide a lot of in-service training. Um, advancement training we have what's called tier one and tier two training which provide additional training and make you um, qualified for pay increases we have supervisor training we have patrol training we have firearm certification if you want to be in armed position and then part of our security officer academy we have a defensive tactics course first aid and then we also have uh, in-service alarm response and patrol procedures but those are for the employees or people who are interested in, in the field we also offer um, classes like this drug recognition class for um, businesses in the area or people who may want to have just some additional ideas or may, or may they may be developing policies and procedures or protocols on what to do 
in case of uh, some of the things that are becoming more prevalent today, such as active shooter. Everybody knows what active shooters are. Um, those are something that um, no one wants, but they're becoming almost a daily thing. Uh, the statistics are staggering on that. In, in my course, I address those, and you wouldn't believe it. Well, you know, a lot of fo- a lot of folks, a lot of businesses think, you know, this couldn't happen to us. We're just not that type of a business. But workplace violence and active shooter, there is no business small enough or too large to have something like this. There is nothing that is exempt from one of these at any time. The likelihood may be very slim, but there is no place that's exempt. That, that is very true, and it's super unpredictable. You know, you talk about schools. I've been to school shootings. I've been to mall active shooter shootings i've been to a ups store active shooter shooting so you never know when they're going to pop up but you do want to have some sort of reaction in place some sort of policy or something where people are going to kind of know what to do and have a little bit of knowledge and and, um you know even even if it's some training that you forget about generally speaking the body kind of reacts to it and has an idea of what to do if they've been exposed to it rather than have that deer in the headlights Uh, We also uh, offer workplace violence, which is not the same as an active shooter class, but um, that's also something that is is very common today, and it's something that needs to be addressed, and that's something you want to also have a policy and plan in place for. Um, We do employee theft, which is the number one cause of loss in businesses all across the United States, Um, everything from time to material to money. There's a lot of different areas of employee theft that we cover, and um, again, you'd be surprised at the staggering numbers of, of that that goes on. We talk about drug recognition today. We also do crime prevention, which is basically just how to make your business and your home life safer, give yourself safer habits, uh, give, change your lifestyle to things that uh, you might take for granted uh, that will make you safer and, and more able to defend yourself. And that's for business and for their homes. Yeah, it's just for everyday living. Go into the ATM machine. You know, we're going to the red box. You know, how do you, where do you park your car? How do you walk there? Do you flash your money? Do you open your wallet and show everything in there and your credit card? Things like that. You know, do you walk up to your car when it's locked with your key in your hand? Do you lock your car? You know, do you look in your car before you get in it? Little things like that. Um, and your home. Um, cover kind of stuff like that. And, of course, security assessments because that's the, the baseline for being safe. Everything, you know, we want to assess what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. It's sort of like a martial art when you're training for something like that. You know, it's hard to get to point C if you don't have a good point A. So security assessments kind of provide the baseline for those type of things. Yeah, you, when you where you work at, you do a risk assessment first and to find out what the risks are and then do an assessment on how to pr- uh, intervene in those risks or, or mitigate those risks, I guess is a better word. Exactly, yes. that's a, you know Mitigation is everything when it comes to security and, and things like that. Uh, this has been a great subject. I mean, we've covered a lot of material. Is there anything that you would like to bring up and talk about in addition to what you've already talked about? Um, no, only that um, if you are a, a business or an entity who would like to contact us for uh, further training or anything you know like that, if you have a policy or procedure or a protocol you'd like to address and have it assessed or even created, Reach out to us at Paradigm Security. Um, We're here in Norcross, Georgia. Our office number is 678-684-4400. And our email, just for Renee, is www.paradigmsecurity.net. That's our website, but that's good. 
Is that what I said? It's that email. But that's oh, fine. my bad. Sorry. That's all right. <clears throat> the, um, but that is the website. And if you want to send us an email, you can send it to info at paradigmsecurity.net. And remember that is .net and not .com. Well, James, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's it went a lot easier than you thought it would. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, both times that you've been on here for different topics, you've you've done a great job, and and I look forward to bringing you in here again at some point when we have another subject to talk about. And you know, I, I just really appreciate you being here. Paradigm does a lot of stuff that people don't really realize they do. A lot of it is just at what we do for people, and that is these. Uh, training courses these not so much training courses as information courses that we provide to businesses that uh, would like to provide it to their to their employees I've, I've handled that at Mitsubishi and had a workplace violence out there and it really it works great to be able to pull your employees in uh, spend a half an hour or an hour maybe having a box lunch in there or something like that and actually go through one of these little sessions and seminars because they find out a lot of information. It sets your company up. It mitigates a lot of problems. I mean, it, it, there's nothing bad that can happen out of it. It's only positive. So I appreciate it. So I guess we're done for the day, folks. I really appreciate everything. Thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services and in part by Sosby's Garage and Mana Scholarship Fund. Be sure to join us for the live broadcast every other Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. here on Business Radio X. If you miss the live broadcast, no worries. You can enjoy the show anytime you want by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Case in Point. The program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. Please hit that subscribe button so that we can get any information that uh, of any of our future episodes to you. From my guest, James Spurgeon, Director of Paradigm Security, and our producers, Mike and Amanda, I am Rick Strawn. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. 